In 2012, Barbara Brown Taylor was the Thomas Dix Bowers Fellow at VTS. We're glad Thomas Dix Bowers is with us this morning. In 2014, from her VTS lectures and sermons came the book, Learning to Walk in the Dark. In that unsettling book, Barbara comes clean about her own dark night of the soul. She wrote, I cannot say for sure when my reliable ideas about God began to slip away, but the big chest I used to keep them in is smaller than a shoebox now. Most of the time, I feel so ashamed about this that I do not know how to own up to it when someone mentions it. For Barbara, the slippage, as she calls it, started with the language of faith. She laments, after years of teaching other people what words like sin, salvation, repentance, and grace really meant, those same words began to mean less and less to me. Then this gifted soul concludes, once the words began to break off, the landslide was hard to stop. Remember when you said the Nicene Creed without even thinking about it? Remember when you memorized Scripture not as a useful metaphor or a meaningful relic of first century faith, but as a direct revelation of God's own truth? Once you have emerged from whatever safe religious place you were in, recognizing that your view of the world is one world view among many, discovering the historical Jesus, revolutionizing your understanding of Scripture, and updating your theology, once you have changed the way you do church, or at least changed the music at your church, and hired a pastor who tweets, or you can no longer find your church within a 50-mile radius in which you can let your guard down long enough to pray, once the Dalai Lama starts making as much sense to you as the Pope or your favorite preacher, and your rare but renovating encounters with the divine reduce all your best words to dust. Well, what's then left to hold on to? On the morning after the midterms, when the sun did come up, I find Barbara's insights indispensable. The very title of her 2014 book is meaningful, Learning to Walk in the Dark. Take my first quote from Barbara and insert United States or this country. Hear this quote. 
I cannot say for sure when my reliable ideas about the United States began to slip away. But the big chest I used to keep them in is smaller than a shoebox now. Once the words begin to break away, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, left-wing, right-wing, blue, red, what's there left to hold on to? If the language of faith is hard, so is the language of politics. This morning, after the much-discussed midterms, I know that the kingdom, another word that some of us have trouble with, has not come on earth as it is in heaven. What will we be as a nation? Or must we learn more and more to walk in the dark? Day before yesterday, David Brooks wrote in the New York Times, here's the central challenge of our age. Over the next few decades, America will become a majority-minority country. And then Brooks warned, it is hard to think of other major nations down through history that have managed such a transition and still held together. Yes, when things seem beyond repair, when things seem to be unraveling, let us remember to pray and to work for the coming of God's kingdom here and now. So I'm very glad that Barbara Brown Taylor shared her pain, her darkness, and her crisis with the language of faith. It has even helped me with the language of politics. This has been very helpful to me, for I have spent most of my life navigating my own darkness in the church and as a citizen of this great country. My years in darkness are the reason I have often ignored today's gospel. I have read it and thought, is this good news? And then there are the phrases and words which don't quite mean as much as they might have at one point. Going out in pairs, curing the sick, harvest, lambs, wolves, peace, kingdom. Nowadays, do these words mean more or less to us? Perhaps less. When I was being sent out by the bishop, I was not sent in a pair. Yes, I was married to Linda, but we had our own ministry, each of us, our own call, even as we shared the vocation, and still do, of marriage. My ordination, with my being sent out like the 70 in today's gospel, was much more complicated than being like lambs into the midst of wolves. To be frank, I was more concerned in my ministry as I began about going out with my own inner wolves, 
my own addictions, my own inner dark guest. The wolves I would find in the church and in the parishes I served and in the world were really no match for my inner wolves. They never quite measured up. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals. Let's face it, I was never able to follow these instructions as I stand here in my Gucci loafers. <laughs> Do not take a credit card. No bank account, no provisions for the journey, no car, no degree, no ordination, nothing for the road. The church and the world sent me a different message. If I had lived the last 40 years by the words of today's gospel, no vestry would have ever called me to lead a congregation. If I had lived by the words of today's gospel, I may have always been closer to Jesus, but I would never have had a career, much less a ministry, in the Episcopal Church. Do I dare say that the writer of Luke was more concerned in today's gospel with the externals of ministry rather than the interiority and complexity of vocation. The writer says to us, go your way. This is what you will find. This is what you should take or wear. This is what you should do. This is what you should preach. The ministry described in this great sending of the company of preachers may very much be a ministry in light of the kingdom of God. But there has been always for me another side of going out and doing ministry in Jesus' name. For everyone who is sent, there is the deep journey within, the most difficult journey of all. There is Gethsemane as well as the Galilee for Jesus and for us. The journey to the heart is to find your own voice and to see your own light. If you do not, if we do not take that intimate, personal journey, the ministry we will be given will be a hollow shell or an empty vessel. In today's gospel, cure the sick is the main task of ministry. But to be one who cures, to be a curate, you must also be one who is being cured by the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our inner journey and our outward ministry require hard, interlocking work. All I finally know is that there is no place that I would rather be than doing this hard work. And at some deep level, I know Jesus is with me. 
in my darkness and when I see the light as I wait for God's kingdom here and now. Amen.